Welcome to the Force of Habit podcast, a kick-ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here, we talk all things mindset, routine, and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and transformation coach. Come hang out with me, girl. Grab your headphones. Blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. What's up, ladies, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Force of Habit. I hope you all had an amazing, amazing, and productive weekend. As you guys know, we just moved, and it's been an exhausting process. Lord, I just finished Bex's room this weekend, which is the first official room that is done in the new place. One down and like six to go. (laughs) Just cringe thinking about it. Uh, But anyway, this week I wanted to talk about something that I think a lot of people are nervous about, especially women who are just starting their businesses or who want to have a business or are currently knee deep into one. And that's money, baby. Specifically undercharging for your services. A few weeks ago, Otis and I went viral on Twitter. I was famous for like 48 hours. (laughs) (laughs) And I was officially that person who plugged her business in under the post, which led to about 1,500 um, applications in the program. And as me and my assistant spent about a week or two combing through them all, I realized how far I had come in my business, specifically the intake portion. When I first started my business in the summer of 2017, I started out severely undercharging for my services. I was doing custom meal plan work for, drumroll please, $20. Yes, boo, 20 bucks. Literally hours and hours of work for the price of a meal at a restaurant on a Sunday afternoon, (laughs) which meant I was overworked and severely undervalued. And when I thought I was helping the prospective client by being affordable, and I'm using air quotes, you can't see me, I was actually hurting them. And I realized how many women who have businesses, whether bigger or smaller, side hustles or passions, hobbies that you just like to make a profit off of from time to time, do the exact same thing. I can't tell you how many times I support a Black-owned business and think, damn, They need to charge more. They need to raise their price, specifically when they offer a service and an amazing one at that. Hell, that was me for a while. I think this graphic tea narrative in the black community has people afraid to charge what they believe they're worth to be in business. Y'all know what I'm talking about too. The millions of tweets I see every week that complain about black entrepreneurs charging $60 for a graphic tea or $15 for a lip gloss. Essentially telling black entrepreneurs to lower their prices in order for the average, and that's in air quotes too, person to buy their service or their product. And I think it's bullshit. And why so many entrepreneurs fail. And I'll tell you why. Despite what's portrayed online of entrepreneurs living a life filled with flexibility and purpose and freedom, the truth is that's not the case most times. And no one wants to come to the realization after all the hours you've put into your business, you could have made more and worked less working a nine to five. If that is 
isn't what you want to be doing. And guess what that leads to? Motherfucking burnout and a lack of drive. No one wants to put hours and hours and years into a business that's barely turning a profit. And let's be very real here. This isn't about being Bill Gates rich. (laughs) This isn't about being Jeff Bezos rich. This is just about living a life that's comfortable and that you can build on. Something I often think Black people are guilted about. I remind you guys every episode that I grew up poor where every cent dollar quarter mattered. And so when it was my turn to put a price tag on my service, I got scared and in turn undercharged massively for something I was passionate about, which led to, well, not being so passionate about it. (laughs) And there's an easy fix to this that I'm so surprised no one talks about, and that's charge more for your service or your product period. So today, the chicken nuggets are back. I got my dipping sauce. I got my Sprite. (laughs) And I'm giving you guys five reasons you need to raise your prices yesterday. It might be four, actually. (laughs) It's four or five chicken nuggets, but it's, it's a serving, okay? So chicken nugget number one, charging more for your service allows you to pour more into it. Whether that's paid advertising or investing back into your business quality, lashes, ingredients, education, certifications, the whole nine. The more you pour into your service to offer a better customer experience, the more and easier you can scale your business. For example, when I first started meal planning, I was charging $20, I already said that, a price point that I should not have started with in the first place. But as I became a better coach, I invested into a few certifications that could help me coach my girls better, invested into an assistant, investing into changing the layout of the program, spending money on subscriptions that helped the flow of the business. I increased my price. Why? because I was putting that money back into my business. And so scaling was the right thing to do. And this is something I'm still doing. I scale as demand increases. I scale when I invest into my program, the website, meal planning, training, business coaches, life coaches. I'm scaling because I'm constantly putting money in so that more comes in which leads me directly into chicken nugget number two. You guys cannot be afraid to spend money. And that sounds scary. Trust me, I get it. That sounds scary. But you have to take risks to achieve dreams that are bigger than what you can see, bigger than what you can feel, bigger than your environment. Guys, I remember using my last. And when I say I had the perfect amount of money for this thing, I remember using my last $200 once. I mean, I had exactly $200 in my bank account uh, for to pay for an ad once. That ad, that same ad generated a couple thousands in sales for me that week. You cannot be afraid to invest, to take risks, to jump. I remember being so afraid to hire a business coach once because I would have been spending essentially my last, which was something I was doing often. I was often spending like my last dollars on stuff for my business in the beginning. <laughs> I was taking risks left and right. 
But I was really scared to hire a business coach because it was a a super big investment and I wasn't sure if I was ready for that. And I came to a really, really important understanding that I would never make money or live a life or get my business to where I wanted to, to get it to or to help the amount of women I wanted to help if I was afraid to spend money on my business, on my passion, on myself. Because essentially, I was asking people to join the program, invest into their health, their lives, and I wasn't willing to do the same thing, which led to a disconnect when it came to the flow of money surrounding my business. Guys, if you own a candle company, right, and you wouldn't pay $20 for a great quality candle, then you can't expect someone to pay that either. And so a part of increasing your your product prices or your service prices is also being comfortable spending that money in return. Hell, if I owned, um, I'm just for some reason, candle company is in my head. So I'm going to go with that. If I owned a candle company, your damn Skippy, I'm buying popular, well-quality candles to get an idea of what they're doing, what their scents smell like, how long is it lasting, what their wicks length are, what the quality is. I don't know if I, I'm sure if I owned a candle company, I would know all this, but you're damn skippy. I'm investing around in order to make my product better. And so you cannot be afraid to spend money in order to make more money because what you're doing when you raise your prices is you're pouring more back into your business. You're investing into quality for your customers, for your customer experience, for customer service, to make sure their packaging is beautiful, that makes them happy when they get it. The whole nine. What I'm saying is you cannot be afraid to invest into your business and that means spending money in order to make more money. What I learned, especially with my very first business coach, is that money is a state of energy. It comes and it goes. But being scared that the more you spend, the less you receive is a limiting belief. And that is something that I had to break myself. I had to be unapologetic about my price point, no matter the price point I chose. If it was $100 or if it was 1000 I had to stand in it very firmly. Guys, at one point, I was so nervous about charging $20 for a meal plan, thinking no one was going to buy it. That's kind of price. It doesn't matter what number you arrive to. If I didn't believe in my service, my program, my business, I could have charged a dollar and still felt icky inside. Stand in your price firmly, no matter the number you arrive to. Chicken nugget number three, charging more attracts the right clients or customers. Who man. Ever hear the saying that all money isn't good money? Man, did I learn this one. In a ton of ways, your price determines who you attract. And we're not talking about classes here. We're not talking about like working class versus middle class or, you know, we're not talking about classes. We're talking about people who value their time so much that they're willing to pay a price in order to solve a problem. Even if the problem meant buying a candle that they could smell in the next room versus a candle that didn't or buying a candle that burned three days versus two days, I don't know. What you're trying to avoid is people who want the most quality for the 
cheapest price. Those are the people you want to avoid like a plague. Now, granted, everyone wants a great deal. That's anybody. But don't waste your time with people haggling your prices on a product or a service because those same people do not do that in Walmart or Kroger or on Amazon. When someone doesn't like a price, guess what? They don't buy it. And if someone doesn't see the value in what you provide, someone else will. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. Eventually, they may see your worth. They may see the product's worth. They might see the quality. But until then, don't worry about it. Focus your energy and all your time and all your effort into marketing people who are the perfect customer or client for you. There is not a shortage of people. There are millions and millions of people in your business demographic. You just have to spend the time finding them and then focusing your marketing on them, which brings me right into chicken nugget number four. And this is a big one. Oh, this is a big one. Guys, are y'all listening? I hope you've been writing and jotting down some notes. I hope you're listening to this one. When you undercharge for your service or your product, it shows a lack of credibility. People do not take you serious. And guys, I am 10 toes down right now. People do not take you serious. And this is something I learned firsthand when you undersell yourself. Because if you don't believe in yourself enough or your product enough to charge its worth, then how can they see it? How can they believe in your product, your service, if you're not charging enough for it? Imagine going to a doctor for like a toe implant. I don't know. I'm just making shit up at this point. (laughs) But imagine going into a surgery and the doctor's like, yeah, it'll just be $300. We'll come in, you know, we'll cut you open and you'll be out of here. You would. Well, I hope you would. I would be out that fucking door so fast. You would not have been able to catch me. You would have just seen dust. (laughs) I would have been positive if a doctor wanted to operate on me for $300. I'm certain he's trying to harvest my organs like period. I'm ending up on the black market like tomorrow. So when you slap a $2 price tag on your lip gloss or the socks you sell or the handmade jewelry you make or the custom do-rags that you you sit up and sew, when you slap a cheap price on them, what do you think it's saying about your product? That it's probably not of good quality, that you probably didn't put a lot of time into it, that you probably didn't put a lot of thought into it, right? And sure, there's a space for that. There's always the bargain hunter, but also that's a lot of work for not a lot of profit. And I don't care what anyone says. Don't let someone feel bad for making you want a profit. That is what you're in business for, to turn a profit so that you can help more people, so that you can reach more people. Although roughly 37 to 50%, depending on what study you use, of entrepreneurs undercharge for their service, I believe that undercharging is more common among black women. I think we live in a society where from very early on, we're directly or indirectly taught or fed that we aren't as good as our white counterparts. And so a lot of damage is done specifically to our self-esteem and even more so among my sisters of a darker complexion because colorism is very real. Believe in what you do, what you sell, what you teach. Believe in that shit because no one can do it like you, can sell it like you, can make it like you. No one can do it like you. And in turn, believe in yourself enough to charge what you're worth. There is a message that I love. And I think I saw this on Instagram. 
um, by an influencer. I think her name was Keisha. Oh, we had the same last name, Keisha White. I really hope that's her name because I'm going to feel so bad if that is not her name. Um, I don't know her handle. Maybe I'll find it and, and put it in the subscription, but or the, the show notes. But basically, she had posted this thing one day and I saw it on my explore page and it said, if your pricing is based on other people's budgets, you'll never hit your income goals. Set your price based on the value of your services and then find people who can afford it. She went on in her caption, somewhere in her caption, she said, listen, Louis Vuitton is not discounting or lowering their prices based on other people's purse budgets for the month. They're marketing and pitching themselves as premium. So in turn, they focus on people who can afford their product. Get out of the mindset that you're ripping people off, that you're busting heads, because if someone wants to purchase your product, boo-boo, or your service, they will. They will. Get out of the mindset that you're ripping someone off. They'll save. They'll ask for a payment plan. They'll move some things around in their budget if what you're offering is for them. You cannot be profitable or create the lifestyle, the life you want, focused solely on other people's pockets. You can't. So here's a little homework and a good starting place for pricing. Think of a number for your product or your service. If you own a blog and you want to do merch, if you want to, um, if you sell shoes, if you sell bathing suits, if you are a coach, if you are a consultant, think of a price for your service or your product. You got a number in your head yet? Okay, let's go. I'll wait. Got it? Okay, good. Now double it. Boom. And all you have to do is start there and watch how that little shift can be the catalyst to transform your business. You don't have to jump from $7 to $100 overnight. Just go to $14 and then watch your sales increase. Watch your confidence grow in what you do. Watch you make a bigger profit so that you can pour more into your business and continue to scale from that $14. I hope you double it in two more months. I hope you double that. I hope you triple it by the end of the year. Start there. And until then, I'll see you next week, boo.